listen, listen, check this out right here. KRS, the right teacher. In the street, I might see ya. Under the American flag, blacks had no rights either. Women had no rights either. Natives had no rights either. White abolitionists had to fight against the white preacher. Red, white, and blue should mean red, white, and black. Blue was our indigo color coming from way back. System is racist when the murderers are acquitted. So we riot in the streets. And you say we shouldn't have did it? They destroying their city. Man, you don't get it. If this was my city, I wouldn't be getting shot in it, stopped in it, harassed, unemployed, and always locked in it. While the guns, the pollution, and drugs are always dropped in it. Turn the TV off, man. Don't listen to all that. You a global citizen. You gotta know all the facts. You a global citizen, you gotta know how to act And ask yourself, what does the American flag mean to Iraq? Symbols of injustice and hatred Confederate flag, you gots to bring it down Symbols of human enslavement Confederate flag, you gots to bring it down But what about the red, white, and the blue? American you got to bring it down. Racist blew that flag when they captured you. American flag. I'm recording. <laughs> Welcome back. <coughs> oh, edit that shit out. Disgusting. Sicko. That's no way to welcome back all of your <laughs> devoted fan bots. What's up with that? I'm trying to get my burns. <clears throat> oh, okay. After that big old burp. <laughs> yeah, I knocked myself out. Can't even say welcome back to your your people. All right, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Welcome uh, back to part two of today's show. Yeah, we you were trying to get your old iPhone iPhone to set up we gotta like set this up a little more like voice recording because when Dave was going to edit the last um, couple of shows we did once I got my new phone and he has a syncing software, but now it's not syncing. So we don't know if it was a setting I had. Sync software. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to steal it, but go. It's you. It, when, I, when I try to uh, sync up your track with my track, like our audio. Yeah. Uh, usually when you click the pen and i line those up over each other from your audio and my audio it would be perfect for the entire like hour two hours or whatever we recorded right but since you got your new iphone i don't know if it's a setting on your voice recorder or if it's something with this phone like the software or something but the tracks no longer like line are up. lined up perfectly for the entire thing. I have to go every, like, I think it was about every 15 minutes or every 30 minutes. I think it was 15. Because I had to chop up, like, both of them, like, eight times total. So wow. that makes sense. Like, about 15 minutes or so every 20 minutes. Um, and realign it. I'd have to clip, like, cut the track in half and then like move mine up hmm. like two seconds so that it would resync with your audio yeah 
which I feel like we did change a setting in my voice memos like a like a while ago. Um, and on your old phone? No, on this phone. I feel like I feel like you and I went through and changed some settings throughout I don't the phone. Think we did that until just like yesterday or whatever. but i feel like there was like another day because the day before no i don't think so i think you're thinking of your old phone i just don't remember messing with any settings on my old phone like <laughs> recently like within the last couple of months is what i'm like trying to say and so i feel like i've messed with settings on this phone kind of since i got it and i thought maybe you might have messed with one or maybe i asked you a question about one or something maybe um so i don't know but hopefully it uh resolves itself because we did change that one we yeah compressed it instead of doing the lossless, lossless which is like uncompressed right but i've already mentioned in a previous i think a previous episode or so like that i was having issues with this brand new iphone with yeah, like my call and, forwarding and, service and you just had to have another apple just had it. it works for you but it yeah. doesn't work yeah well you want to customize but you can't customize i don't want to customize that much stuff apple is, like, so overrated. apple is very overrated and i really do like the product itself i like like the way the home screen and everything can be set up and i like moving my icons and whatever but there's certain like things about apple i definitely don't like and i don't think it's enough i don't think i like enough about samsung so far that makes me want it to be my my phone so i don't know but i couldn't get it to set up no sense because to you have to freaking do like an yeah, apple id you, yeah you, can't, you couldn't even like get to just like the main home yeah you can't even get to like the main core up, like a different account right yeah so it's like you have to have you an apple that, id you have to have a two-face um authenticator like you had to put in a phone number yeah it's like they made it so complicated like and then you said you still could only get to your photos on your computer yeah so i couldn't voice i couldn't airdrop so i could voice record so i did a little voice record and i couldn't airdrop for some reason this is what made me switch from apple to like and stick with windows because i was thinking of switching to an apple computer but it made me stick with windows they claim they're so user friendly but issues with windows it's like who's using this so flawlessly it made me want to try samsung because i did have your old iphone from a few years ago yeah and i i couldn't be happier i'm glad i switched because i can actually like I could treat my phone like a USB. It's just so simple. <laughs> yeah. I could just plug it into like any computer and it reads like a USB. And I can load it like a USB. Yeah. And I can mm. I can customize it in more ways than in like than Apple. your phone. And it works in just as other ways as your iPhone. Yeah. So it's it's I like know, maybe equal eventually, and it's better. Maybe in, eventually in I'll get sick of apple and their stupid games and their dumb shit yeah they do. i have an issue with their like brand specific stuff like it only works for apple it's only for apple stuff yeah and that shit's like obnoxious even when so you send like photos universal. it's like you send a photo from an apple phone to a samsung phone and be because they have <laughs> different operating platforms 
They don't like send properly. Money. So you'll get like weird fuzzy pictures. They overcharge everything. And it's just like they make it so complicated. Like I'm pretty sure for Samsung, you could just turn on the phone and you can access whatever is on like the home screen without setting up. Oh, you have to have an email. Oh, give me a password. <laughs> oh, you want to set up this? Oh, you want to set up this? Oh, you want to set up that? Oh, well, if you don't set this up, you can't even access like the core of the phone. Sorry about that. I feel like with your old one, I feel like when I reset it, I think you used to be able to. Like yeah, that you could easily get to it. But or, no, or now they got to make it complicated. It, or at least like the the amount of like authentication stuff you had to like input was half. Honestly, half I only bought this phone because I was having storage Brain issues small. with my other phone and it was cheap. Yeah. It was it was cheaper than the Android at the. If I switched, but to you could have also looked for a used like uh, a used good condition. I don't trust used. Oh, but phones. you'll sell it. You just don't trust. It. I think you could have found someone or an outlet well rated uh, that would have had a second hand one that was unlocked that you could have gotten like an SIM chip and maybe and done the same network like virgin or boost well you know what i didn't want to deal with all that that's a lot of work i wasn't ready to pull that trigger (laughs) and deal with that whole new system and we have enough traumas going on i don't need to switch a whole new phone system you can do for me I'm over actually talking. <laughs> You're just bullshitting around, blocking me out, man. I I, uh, I want to invalidate all your Apple propaganda because I don't agree with <laughs> any of your excuses or your uh, preferences. <laughs> I see how I see how this show goes. Are you still cold over there? Because I feel like it's warmer now. No, it's warmer now in here. Yeah, I'm not really that. Cold. I almost moved the fan over here. <laughs> but you didn't. You had plenty of time while I was messing around with all that dumb shit. Some stuff that came to my mind during break. We made coffee. Yes. Uh, You you foamed the creamer, which you failed to mention your foamer that you bought. It's a milk frother. Frother. That's what it's called. I, too, was calling it a foamer thingy (laughs) because I did not know its proper name. It's like a miniature whisk. Yeah, it's like a miniature. Electric, like, single battery whisk. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like seven, it's really eight bucks on Target. And it just um, spins this whisk really fast and yeah. makes uh makes your stuff coffee foamy. foamy. So <laughs> so you can do it you can do it with the cream in your coffee. So you can do it all at once. Mm. But I preferred to try it by just foaming or frothing what would it do to the milk coffee? slash cream. I think it just mixes the creamer in more. Like, it just mixes it more. And then maybe, uh, like, uh, bubbles the cream a little bit. But I think it just mixes it. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It's a nifty little thing. Only takes, like, two AA batteries. Um, mm. I, I thought I was... single battery, I lied. I should be held I, to I thought I was going to break executed. it when I was trying to like get the top off to put the batteries in. So like be aware of that because you can't tell what, yeah, it's not what, waterproof. like what side is what? Like, Oh yeah. And you said, don't get it wet. Don't yeah. Well, submerge the head. Yeah. Like don't just like hold it straight up saying, and like let the water, the yeah, don't, don't get, get the, the head, head wet, wet, <laughs> wet heads. Um, but yeah, I thought it, I mean, it's a good seven bucks spent. It's interesting. It's fun to froth milk, I guess. 
Uh, we failed to mention our strains. Uh, at least I did. The uh, vape pen cannabis California legal is uh, we had the silver haze, which is a sativa. Uh, you can look read about those on like uh, leafly.com or weed maps or weed maps. No. Uh, I, uh, one of those has like they talk about like the strains and uh, that's pretty interesting reading. Uh, and then we have a 707, which like I think hybrid. I prefer. And you said that was the area code of Humboldt County, I think. Hey, yeah, which, which is, is where it's like made. Where, where like the majority originated. of the world's cannabis, I believe, is grown. What? Yeah, I think the majority is grown in Humboldt County. Like really? A, yeah, it's what like it? uh, world famous. Hmm. It's like the Napa Valley of uh, Cannabis. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's pretty pretty major. Uh, we you had some other that, ones. That peach one, but I don't remember. I, don't, I wouldn't say I preferred it. Oh, oh. I'm glad we tried it, but oh, it, okay. it was like a live resin. Uh, but I don't think the live resin are any better than the full spectrum too. Yeah, THC, so I don't think it's uh, worth oil. like the extra cost. Uh, no. And that one's 50 versus these are 35. And it, yeah, and it was like a small, like half gram size. And then uh, we had Blue Dream, or what was that called? Uh, that, that was a crack. Oh, I didn't Dream like Queen Dream was Queen. the other like live resin. That, that was sucked. from Bloom Farms. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I it's, didn't like it, but I liked it, it I guess. Weird. I liked it enough to, to tolerate it, to finish it. Like, it, it helped enough like of my symptoms to get me through what I need to get through. And then, what, uh, what I'm Wait, forgetting I some other ones. My, Do you um, I think we tried Sunset OG. Sunset OG was... That's like the Indica Nighttime one. Not that great either. And then... For me. Oh, SPK, Sour Patch Kids. We tried that one. Uh, not that great. I don't like the pre-rolls of SPK either. And I think besides 707, I thought that was it. And then that Dream Queen, which we already mentioned. Yeah. So I think right. that was it. All right. Uh, what else came up to uh, Fan cover pro tip. I feel like maybe we briefly mentioned our fan not having a cover, but uh, I specifically bought this one, our oscillating floor fan so that I could take the cover off and have the blades exposed. And have the blade blades exposed. Explodes? <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> yeah. The blades and exposed. Why do why did I want that? So we could easily dust it. Yes. And I got a black one that looks like it's uh, meant to like look like that. Yeah, it does look like it's it not meant to weird. have like a weird thing over the front of it. Yeah, like the grill. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that makes it easy to wipe the, the blades. They don't make it easy to get into some of those. So if you can get no, one where you can all. just leave it off, uh, that's pretty convenient if it doesn't look silly. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but, can be but if you don't dust your fan, oh, you're God. nasty. It's so dusty. I can't, like, you Especially have to. Especially out here, you're nasty. And maybe, like, vacuum the motor once in a while. Yeah. Uh, Especially anywhere, I guess not just out yeah. here, but anywhere where it's really dry and dusty because, like, we had the. the I feel like we have to dust like multiple yeah. times a week. It's fucking dusty. Yeah, I just said, like, my computer was fucking Especially if dust. you Jesus. actually want to enjoy the weather and have your windows open, you're gonna yeah. accumulate a lot of dust in, like, your home. So it. it we had those Vornado uh, metal, like, retro. 
Yeah, I remember floor those. Floor fans for a while, which which looked really cool, but they were totally non-functional, like, yeah. in regards to, uh, you couldn't take the grill off. Yeah. At least from what I could tell, they looked like they were not meant to come off, and yeah. I couldn't get them off. I do uh, remember Not without that. tools, at least, and risking breaking it. <clears throat> um, so you couldn't, like, clean the blades. And the you couldn't get on the inside of the grill to like clean clean that like either side it's inside like they, or outside. I mean, yeah. you could clean the outside, but then like the inside you couldn't get into. So it's like you're just pushing the the, the dust, dust right back in. <laughs> yeah. So then when it turns on, it's just gonna push it right back out. Like that's kind of gross. There. And then one of them started rusting, if not both. Yeah. Because they had like metallic like chrome steel that. or something and they weren't yeah. cheap either yeah they were so yeah they were pretty pricey i think they were 60 bucks each yeah and they were s- pretty small yeah and, and then I, you couldn't even like actually be able selling to clean or them, returning or... them i think we sold them somehow i don't remember i don't know we sold a lot of shit before we moved they were really heavy anyway uh so that's a pro tip if you can find a good uh fan for that yeah that you can just I have a phaser update that. Uh, all my electronics will fit. I think I show, showed Ooh, you or told you. Yeah, you told me. I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to get my um, vibrating um, motor, my vibrator motor uh, to fit with the battery because it has its own battery. And then all the electronics like the speaker and the, like the, the trigger buttons and then the light up uh, display. And uh, I forget what else. And that has a battery of its own. Um, but it looks like I'll be, I did like a kind of a test fit and it, it seemed like everything was going to fit like snugly. I just have to continue like sanding it still yeah. and then doing the Bondo. Um, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic that I'll be able to get it. And I, I started some of the magnet holes so i'll be able to get all the magnets to fit i'm I'm pretty psyched i'm glad everything's gonna fit it's just hard like it's gonna be tricky refining it all and and getting a really perfect fit yeah before i spray it all before you really seal it in and spray it and i uh, i didn't want to work on it while i was sick because the fumes and yeah uh, that weird like leaning like you kind of hunch over over. for a long time it would have definitely triggered me more i think i sat out there once like maybe after i thought i was feeling better and um and i got along okay but then like the next day or two i I, just felt sick again no i feel like it was later that night (laughs) i got sick uh, it all blurs together. Yeah, it all blurs point. together, but I'm pretty sure it was later that night. Part of that sickness, I have a nightmare story that I had not disclosed to you. Oh, no. <laughs> when I walked over to the the park that one day when we were fighting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went over to the park, and I told you that guy was, like, flying his remote. Oh, yeah, his, like, uh, uh, like drones. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck to call him. Um, <coughs> yeah, just drones, I guess. It's this old guy we've seen. He, he almost looks like a homeless guy because his yeah, clothes always look often. tattered and, and stained. And he's got long hair and he looks really tan like he's always outside. Yeah, he always looks kind of disheveled. And he he's, comes in on a bike. He has a bike. Yeah. And with a lot of stuff on it. But then he, he pulls out like this suitcase of like... Yeah, it has like three or so of, drones. Like, these, 
yeah, like RC drones, remote control, and starts flying them around, and he'll like change them out, yeah. and he'll fly one for like it's pretty cool, ten or fifteen minutes, probably ten minutes. Yeah, I'd say like ten minutes each. Because they, if he does they have like limited. I think they're they sound gas powered, but they might be electric. I don't know if he's like refueling him or what he does, but he'll like grab him and then he'll kneel and like do kind of stuff tinker. in his like <laughs> suitcase. Yeah. And like switch them out. He has a camera on one of them because he was like flying it in between the walkways back by the baseball fields. And he was going along the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, That was really cool to watch him like how how like skilled he was. And he was doing like crazy flips with it. It was like really small. I don't know. He's super skilled. I don't know how big. I feel like we've seen him quite often. It was smaller than a piece of paper. Like uh, how wide? I don't know. Like um. Yeah, I don't know. Like two decks of cards. It, it looked like this weird square okay. like, drone. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of flat and like a square and really small, like two decks or maybe four decks of cards. <laughs> 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 and it was flying around. Uh, I don't know. It was cool. Uh, I told you about that, though, right? That he was flying those yeah. around. Yeah, you told so, me that you and, saw him flying I, them around. Today, when we walked over there, I pointed out where I laid down. Yeah. Right? I laid down on like yeah, these concrete like, oh, bleachers. Yeah, you were like, oh, I laid over there. Because they have like built-in concrete bleachers yeah. for part of the My stomach like, was going crazy. Field. And I ended up like going down, walking down towards the uh, public bathrooms down there. And I had to use the bathroom. They don't have fucking doors in the bathroom. Oh, there. no. I'm glad it was open, but I had to use the fucking public bathroom at a public park in San Diego. And uh, that was disturbing. When I was in there, someone walked in. Uh, and <laughs> I was, I thought I was going to have to do, like, just a minute. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I thought I was going to have to, like, say, like, occupied back here or something. Look, someone's like in here. <laughs> but... He never even acknowledged me, never, like, came around the corner. And he was, like, muttering to himself. So I didn't know if it was, like, the guy who was flying the drones or someone, some other, like, crazy person, like, came in after me. But I was, like, really, like, like someone else comes in. Just happens it, to come it, in. The park looks abandoned. It's coronavirus lockdown. Yeah, no one's, like, ever at this park. And then someone, like, comes in behind me. No, and I'm sitting there, like... <laughs> Looking at my water bottle, like, I'm going to have to, like, use my water bottle as a weapon. Or then I look and I see, like, there's this chain with, like, a padlock on it that they, like, must use for, like, the toilet paper dispenser. Like, to lock it or to change it or something. And I was like, am I going to have to use this chain on my water, my glass water bottle as weapons to fend off this guy? (laughs) But he ended up leaving uh, without incident. I didn't even have to say anything. Uh, that was that was awkward. That's that was an awkward scary. moment. That was a dark dark moment. <laughs> That's yeah. But then I was thinking like, why the fuck would someone just like, who's gonna attack someone who's sitting, who's like taking a shit on a toilet? <laughs> yeah, no one's just gonna <laughs> come in and start like, oh, you're taking a shit and start like attacking you. Like I don't think that that's like realistic unless maybe you guys already knew each other and you had some kind of like fight uh public bathrooms public bathrooms are terrifying are disturbing public bathrooms at like the beaches and shit are very terrifying of human society yeah we went to at this at the safari park those public bathrooms disgusting and like sketchy yeah yeah how come there doesn't seem to be like decent like 
safe feeling public bathrooms like how come they always have to have these weird like concrete stalls and these like shitty like (laughs) doors that don't even like (laughs) seal anything it's like so suddenly almost non-existent yeah so suddenly when you're out in public because you're at these specific public places that your privacy using the restroom is just completely out the door yeah, let's not put doors <laughs> on the stall. Great idea. Or the troughs for the guys. I love the troughs. Oh, I'm, Let's all line yeah. up shoulder to shoulder, whip our dicks out. And, and, and there's no, and, like, and, um, there's, 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 <laughs> yeah, there's not like a, a non-splash zone or something <laughs> like some kind of dividers. Yeah. And yeah. Whoever thought that that was like... Let's get better, guys. Let's elevate ourselves. But, like, whoever thought that that was, like, a decent thing? Like, this... Who normalized that shit? Yeah, who normalized let's go... Men need to go into the bathroom and basically just, like, whip their dicks out in front of each other and piss? That's weird. The public bathrooms at Black Speech, right? We use those, right? Or, no, I'm thinking maybe of of the other beach that was up closer to Del Mar. Uh, yeah, oh, we sun, used we used one of those like it was pretty big. It was a yeah. big building. There's a lot. There's lines mm-hmm. and a few, and they had like occupied doors. We used them over in Coronado too, but uh, uh, they could use gross. some work. There's sand. Like yeah. I just felt like a like it was just like a piss piss everywhere and so on so disgusting. And it has like the weird open vents uh. up top. So then. You just hear chatter constantly outside yeah. by the hordes of people. <laughs> and it's just so unnerving and weird and, and like opposite of what. Like no wonder people what, are having like, anxiety. It is at the home. Yeah. Where you, where you go home, you have a <laughs> isolate, door. And it's very it's one single usually. And you can uh, turn a loud fan on and dr- drown out sounds. And Who even made <laughs> bathrooms like public? Like. Oh, I think you got to have them, but well, or on well, some no. Level, what I'm but. thinking is, is couldn't you have at least like a <clears throat> dedicated area to like ten no. closed, no, single no. stalled like rooms? Where's the profit? Just like one small little room. Like yeah. you just need like a basically a closet sized area to like piss yeah. and use the bathroom. And so then make it. How is it, it any different than than the way they have it set up now, except for it's just actually like private? Yeah, and make it so uh, you can just open it up, open all the doors up at once, and then attach a fire hose and just blast it with high pressure water and, and disinfectant bleach. at the end of every day. <laughs> yeah, bleach. <laughs> at the end of every day. And then uh, it's ready for uh, the next day. Yeah. Let's do it, guys. Let's make it happen. Uh, <laughs> I also wanted to. Uh, give another pro tip for i mentioned the the antihistamine eye drops in one episode but uh failed to mention the eye irrigation eye wash uh stuff is really good too i've been i use the that stuff since i worked at allstate i think that's when i started buying that stuff yeah or no Uh, unimportant yeah Uh, not an important i used it I think I used something else maybe at Allstate. But I uh, I know I used it at the tree service here in San Diego. And that shit helped a lot. 
So when you don't just really need good. you don't need like the anti itch eye drops, you can at least have like the uh, the sterile water. You can uh, accurately drip and spray into your eye, which is a little more comfortable than just dousing your eyes with water out of the tap. Right. Or however else people do it. Um, but that's a good option. And you can get pretty big bottles, so they're a better value. And there's less ingredients. so Which is even better. Uh, also, wanted to mention the Orioles. The Oriole Nest. They, the neighbor, <gasps> the bordering uh, apartment complex mm-hmm. had some landscapers come out the other day. Or tree trimmers. Right. And landscapers, because they were doing both, I think. Uh, and trimmed like some tree clearance on this apartment. Right. Uh, Right kind next of brought to us, the back building the next trees to us. completely away from the building. So there's like a big tree. There's like a palm tree. There's some honeysuckle, yeah. uh, big honeysuckle bushes, uh, trees that act as a border. There's like a peppercorn between tree. us and that building. And we had heard Orioles going up by the uh, the honeysuckle further down there, and by the palm tree for maybe a week. Yeah, for quite some. I feel like it was quite some time. We we well, heard like, like two at least. B- we heard baby uh, babies every time. We mm-hmm. heard the the adult Orioles like um, trilling and yeah, making all their bird noises. So put it together that these were the mom and mommy and daddy, the boreal and the goreal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that we, we like see to call around. Them. That they must have had babies over here and were feeding them because. It happens. That's yeah. It happens every year. It's it's what it sounded like, and based on like what we've what seen, seen and hearing, that's what was happening. And, yeah. So they came and trimmed the other day, and you mentioned, oh, I hope they didn't like mess with the nest. Yeah, because I don't think they were they weren't checking the trees at all. They they were just basically pointing well, and cutting. It's not their job. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure tons of like birds just like lost their homes. Uh, we did see the nest though. It was one of the, they have, they make a very distinct nest. It's like a hammock almost, Mm -hmm. like an enclosed hammock of yellow. It's like the burnt, like a field grass and shit that we see around here. Uh, and, and they make like this kind of enclosed hammock that they stretch between like two branches and we saw it on the ground. So, uh, hopefully the babies could fly God, and I got really out of the nest so. uh, and that it was like an unused nest at that point i'm not sure how the timeline lines up with that i and we didn't walk over there to like check to see if there's any yeah. dead birds uh but that was kind of weird and yeah disappointing. i feel like i hadn't really heard them recently before they started cutting but i also hadn't spent a lot of time outside either but it is very very like traumatic and sad that that they even allow companies to come out and cut trees without making or requiring them to rehome any nests or to not cut a specific area like i'm sure if the nest was there like you could have cut around that branch. Maybe it was abandoned and they did check, but I my experience like working based with on the, like looking at them, no, they weren't checking. Yeah, because I went out on the patio and I watched them like messing around back there for like a little bit, and they were just pointing and cutting. They weren't looking at nothing. They were just like, oh, I'm just gonna cut yeah, here. Yeah. 
and that shit is like tr- traumatized like that traumatizes me like that's scary that like again well, the, here we the are loss of uh like they're constantly talking about like animals losing their habitat yeah all these animals and, and, yeah, and here's are gonna an go extinct and doorstep pretty much become endangered like we have a bee problem <laughs> we have a polar bear problem like all of these arctic animals are losing their homes and then to see it come down as simple as you can't even fucking check a tree one singular fucking yeah, tree it for taken a bird an extra nest five minutes maybe. this is their home we are the intruders to them the animals belong here we do not like we just built shit randomly wherever we wanted well, we can, because we could coexist we, we, we belong wanted... here too i mean we're animals we evolved from monkeys well apes, okay apparently. but you get what i'm saying <laughs> like you know what i mean like uh, not to get like super yeah, dissecting i, I mean but we we, we sh- were the apex predator we're like the the alpha but we have we, like the knowledge and yeah the we're the knowing. more intelligent one that we should be taking the responsibility to coexist uh in in every way that we can yeah. so it's disappointing to see companies i don't know what company that was i don't think it was Brightview. i didn't see a no logo. it wasn't because you <clears throat> you mentioned it and i looked at the truck and that wasn't the name on it but yeah. i don't remember anymore who it was but uh, i know it wasn't Brightview. yeah i, I wish i, I would have paid attention because i really wanted to like call them out on it you think it's the same company that like chopped those eucalyptus down oh yeah year? for sure they it's chopped a, eucal- a really tall eucalyptus tree down that didn't look diseased at all or I feel like we might have mentioned this on a few episodes how they, they butchered like, those trees yeah, over there butchered the shit out of them uh and apparently they did it over here too so uh when my experience in the tree service uh two things uh, roy once pointed out or multiple times pointed out how uh corporate a tree trimming companies will just clear cut i think is what he said they just come, come in and do that just chop and just butcher something to get it out of the way and they don't give a consideration to the health of the tree they don't do any That's, specific pruning uh, use pruning techniques it's just or, crazy because like we don't really do that with anything else and it's it's also I'm like sure they're trees are like living things too right yeah but it's like people don't think about those things they don't realize that it as a commodity as something to use and benefit and like if we keep for us to control butchering trees and cutting them down just to make homes and stuff and we're not replacing the trees we're cutting down one day in the far far future we're gonna have like absolutely like no trees and we're gonna be all like 100 percent like desert because i'm glad there's some people like activists and and foundations out there that are pushing against that but it is scary to see that uh it still seems imbalanced that there's definitely more companies and people willing to continue exploiting natural resources while simultaneously like uh, they're shooting us all in the fucking head <laughs> uh, in the long term. Um, and something else at the tree service I was going to say is... Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, I, I didn't... I didn't... I don't remember them ever going... W- out of their way with the nest stuff but i i really do kind of 
Don't you pressure me no. to hurry up. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just looking <laughs> I'm at you. trying to find the words. <laughs> I'm just looking. That brow. No, 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 no. Nope. I, I do not accept I'm that. I'm probably remembering wrong, but I, I, I do feel like there was a couple nest incidences, but I think they did check to make sure they were empty nests. Oh, I hope so. Because I remember seeing at least one, like, on the ground from, like, the trimming that we were doing, but I'm pretty sure the guys who did the trimming during my tenure with them usually would check the nest hey there's a nest up here oh, i don't it's empty i don't see anything but yeah it doesn't take much effort to to oh. avoid that cut um and they they fucking butchered the ones at the park across the street too yeah oh my gosh they butchered those palms like over they there. leave they leave three little leaves like palms and it and doesn't even look like a tree anymore. It just looks, <laughs> just looks like, like this a weird stick. stump with a like weird floppy green flag on top or something. It, it does like not look like, but with those, like green flags. those typical classic, you know, California palm trees right. that you see in the movies. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all I had for those. Those are just in between notes from our break. That came to your yeah. missile. All right, let's get going on this uh, stuff from April. Here's the first note. It, it, I wrote, how bizarre it is asking permission from a property manager to do work on our car. Ah, oh, I remember this, yes. Uh, and it's, I wrote, it's not really your home. Yeah, they do this weird thing at every apartment property. Oh, we want it to be your home. And yeah, da, they... da, 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 da. But you have to ask for permission to do so much. Yeah. And it, you definitely... You can't like do major changes or you don't own it. You're not investing in it. Mm -hmm. You uh, have a lot of inconsideration like we talked about from neighbors. Uh, you, you have lots of limitations. Lots and lots of limitations. And For the premium it does price not feel you're like paying. Home. Yeah. Paying premium, told it's your home. It's not your home. Yeah, because you can't wash your car. They, they, act, they do the, again, like on paper or whatever. Their advertisement sounds very nice, very lovely. Um, but in practice, it's a it's shitty fucking uh, situation yeah. that is and they should even, not like, be the normal. It's crazy that they even, like, put that stuff, like, in, in leases, too. Like, if you actually, like, read through, like, your lease, they'll yeah. say, like, can't have a bicycle out on your patio. You can't do any sort of work on your car, so don't vacuum your car. You can't clean, like, uh, wash your car. Don't do any oil changes, tire changes, like nothing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so <clears throat> I have to go somewhere else to do all this stuff. And then you can't, like, paint without permission. You can't, like, do this and that. And, it, and there's a lot of that that's just, like, written into your, like, lease yeah. that they'll come back Limiting. with. Because they expect people don't actually read and you're through paying. it. And <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I, I can't behave normally. I can't, mm. yeah, it's. More, more and more reasons to, to, to get away from apartment need living. need that uh, carport I mentioned. They need that repair, like a carport where you can do all that shit. Yeah, every if they could just complex. dedicate like one or two spots. Create loyalty. And those are permanent spots to have, like, a little car wash area or a little, like, carport area where you can do maintenance on your car, um, this, where it's set up for that specifically. That'd this, be so cool. This came up because we still have that gash on the side of our car, and I'm dying to get it fixed. And I found a mobile car repair company. I think I already mentioned that they passed on it and said mm. it's too big for their techs to, to deal with, even it's though crazy. it looked... 
the same size as some of their before and after pictures on their website. Anyway, uh, so I had to ask our property manager if they could set up their like work tent or whatever the fuck they used <laughs> yeah. um, in our parking lot since we don't have a driveway and I don't think we can do it on the street. Um, and we had a, like a vacant spot next to us that's been vacant since we've lived here. Yeah, So pretty much. Um, I asked if we could do it in our spot and use that spot next to us possibly. And she said, well, we could just use like the guest parking, which is whatever, up, up further at the entrance. There's like three spots or so. Yeah, that are usually. But a lot of times they're occupied and a lot of times they're not. So that would have been a gamble. Anyway, it was a weird, I, I was expecting a no, no, you can't do this. Yeah. So I liked that they gave us an alternative and were willing to flex, be flexible. If that wasn't our lease, I'm not sure if it was for this one. I'm, I think it, it probably is. is. Um, Pretty sure it but is. But it was still weird, like feeling like I'm gonna get a no, yeah. and this is weird asking. But I have to ask because you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> it's and... just again, I don't feel like I should have to ask. Like this is, right. I'm paying to be here. I I'm should a be resident. Able, yeah, I should be able to say, hey. These are normal things. I'm not asking for something like yeah. abnormal and crazy, and that will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it would have been loud. I don't know how much. Oh, I don't know. Like yeah. uh, sanding and shit they would have done or banging. That's and... true. I mean, I get why they don't allow some of that stuff because, yeah, like it could be messy if people are constant or like noisy if people are constantly like working on their but cars not out there. With, but... Like other shit, like they don't have single uh, singles people uh, properties. Yeah. With people without like couples without kids, singles without kids. That's not legal. Yeah, that's but true. But they have like retirement yeah, communities like senior for 55 only plus or, or whatever. Student living only. Yeah, just students. Yeah. But yet they they fuck with a the lot of us, of us other people. Just like in and we limbo. don't get we don't get special communities. No. I can't go to another community that will allow me to to do these things that I feel like are normal and uh, should be allowed. But again, like everything is structured in a way where it's like, well, you don't really get any privacy. And the only way you can get privacy uh, is if you pay if you're pretty much rich. Yeah. And you can afford a big property. And, and uh, afford to not have neighbors, right? Yeah, like, and you can afford to co level. commute or whatever. Or you, whatever. Everything goes perfect where you don't have to commute. And you can just go live in the Caribbean like we see in all these fucking episodes oh. of Caribbean living on Hulu. No, I'm like, what the fuck, and people? they're all like... IT guys and staffing yeah. managers and all these oh. like telecommunications or whatever where yeah, they don't have to like commute to work but yet they're or they're like I'm in sales they're pretty much wealthy what freaking kind of sales <laughs> are you in like what are you selling interesting stuff let's move on my next note is conspiracy <gasps> a conspiracy uh, stay at home stocks are profiting with coronavirus like Amazon and Zoom. Suddenly I hear about Zoom everywhere. I never heard I've about never this company heard about once Zoom until, until like, coronavirus yeah. lockdown. That's so true. I really Before, never heard about it. Before, wasn't it like Skype and FaceTime? Yeah, and uh, WhatsApp. I kept hearing about WhatsApp and like Skype. So that's weird. Um, Costco. Oh yeah, Costco probably profited a lot with their like bulk buying. Sciences, I think is what that word says. Uh, 
industry cleaners, protectants, all mm. these um, um, delivery, some of these industries, and may and may be efforts to further brainwash us <laughs> into fearing one another. Oh. This is all like, I mean, I true. have no evidence for any of this. I'm not like Trump who uh, uses conspiracies and, as facts. and talks as if it's a fact. Yeah. And I definitely am not a, an authority figure to anyone where it is, I, I feel responsible enough. Same thing, I think, for comedians. We talked kind of about dark humor early, earlier. Um, I think individuals can get away with darker humor because they're not beholden as much as, like, maybe a platform like Family Matters, which has... A, abc like a whole like network backing it and and all these executives on the show and creators and writers on the show versus like an individual person it's like just one yeah yeah. and you have all these like kind of filters that say well should we be a platform for the stereotypical uh racist humor or something versus one individual who uh like joe rogan who might use the n-word or uh, neil brennan who uses the n-word or or it talks about really dark, or Louis C.K. talking about really dark, dark humor. Yeah. Like killing babies and some fucking dark shit like humor. That. So it's like, well, Anthony they're, maybe, they're not like oh an authority. God. They're just, and, and they don't have like this, um, I guess, group. Um, like they're not beholden, a group that's beholden to like a set standard, yeah. I guess. But people want to still put standards on them. So that's kind of the the fine line of entertainment is like it's all subjective yeah it is uh, yeah it is all subjective <laughs> and who we're gonna like point and, and blame and, and shame but then it's like well what what are we doing like how big of hypocrites are we that's why i always say like let's try to be the smallest hypocrites possible because we're all hypocrites but i think our goal to, should be to be the smallest, smallest hypocrite, hypocrite possible possible <laughs> Because I think as a human, it's impossible not to be a hypocrite. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're going to be constantly, like, evolving and changing. And so it kind of ties into, like, what I was saying earlier. Like, what I may, like, what I did as, like, a a teenager or, like, a child or whatever. Like, I'm not that same person. I don't have those same behaviors and those same thoughts. So I may have it back then, but I don't believe it now. So going, it does seem flip-floppy, but it's evolution it's change and and yeah you're right like i don't think we can, we as humans could be completely like non hypocritical <laughs> yes yes uh, um. so, <laughs> so uh is this a conspiracy to brainwash us into fearing one another dividing and isolating divide mm. and conquer wow that's actually like I feel like that a really good question because as I'm approaching my return back to work, <laughs> like I'm you're afraid of everyone now. Yeah, like I'm kind of afraid to like be around people. They're instilling fear in us, and look at the cops. They're totally things. cool with 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 using fear as their primary tactic. Pain, inflicting pain, making your life miserable through arrests and fines and caging you. Pain, pain, pain. Yeah, so it's, it's a fear. So, so a lot of our authorities have no problem using fear, fear. and pain as their primary tactics of uh, governing. Yeah. So bear that in mind. 
Um, oh, I got, I, I got. I'm instilling fear in yeah. people now <laughs> to fear their government. Uh, well, yeah, because so here's like ironic right there. Here's like a, <laughs> here's the scary thing that I was just telling you about this morning. You look like you're in a wheelchair. The way that blanket is like covering your legs. <laughs> yeah, and the way I was like, like holding like, my legs out, like, I felt like I was like an old Victorian like woman uh, being pushed uh, in like a rocking chair that had wheels yeah, like attached to it. Yeah, those old wiry <laughs> wheelchairs. That's all I could ever dream huge for. Blanket over your legs. Fuck yeah, that's what I <laughs> aspire to be. And a big like sun bonnet. Oh yes, and then like a cool cat like curled in my lap weird like, like turtleneck uh frilly oh yo i'm down for those turtleneck <laughs> frilly things for sure <laughs> i really do enjoy like the victorian time though i like the style too much constraint that's um, where a lot of our oh they have to wear really like uh our oh, our um yeah. anti anti-sex talk um uh, a lot of that kind of well, look at how many layers the women dialogue. had to wear. Oh, don't say that. You can't cuss. That's dirty. Uh, the uh, speech control yeah. and body control. A lot of that stuff came from that era. So I wouldn't. It's very bizarre that I, I wouldn't worship that with rose tinted speculators look too much. Look how beautiful no, no, their no, like no, houses no, looked. No, no. <laughs> like their houses were fucking amazing. Okay. Now you made me forget what the heck I was going no, to say. And I had a really good point. No, now I remember because you were talking about the government. So um, I read a story the other day that was saying that San Diego alone could see like up to like 7,000 something deaths between now and our resurgence of COVID because they're predicting we're going to have like another huge outbreak in like August, September. So, okay, let's let's get you guys scared for August and September now because you're worried that 7,000 more people in your fucking town is – your, your city is going to die. Am I going to be one of them? Like I got to go back to work. Like I got to go be out in like this world now. And then a couple days later today, I read that Trump and someone else are saying like, well, there's going to be no shutdown when we get this next, um, like, yeah. surge of, of surge. this whole thing. Yeah. So We'll just plow through it. We're, yeah. I need, I need my money. But it's like, look at how many people already died. And then there was that statistic that NPR had shared saying that All the hoax, if they would have, like, <laughs> quarantined us sooner, if our government yeah. would have responded sooner, they could have saved over, like, 30, no, I think it was, like, 300,000, like, lives. Like, we lost an extra 300,000 people or something. You're not the greatest with your stats, so... It's because I didn't write them all down. loose, loosely. Okay, well, they said it was, like... I, we saw, I saw a number, too. We I don't, could have prevented a lot of it if they would have just, like, reacted to it sooner. And that, But that's all theoretical, too. I mean, they can't prove that, but I, they probably used the... But see curve. where all that, like, fear yeah. is is that though because now i'm like okay so i read all this stuff saying we could have prevented it if we would have just taken these steps and now we're opening everything China back up too, supposedly withheld it for a while yeah. too and that's disappointing to hear and, and now we're almost in like a full capacity like backup not full capacity but like everything is at least opening back up i mean at limited restrictions but we're open and then you're gonna like sit here and say well we're gonna have like another huge surge it's coming it's coming like yeah, it's inevitable like fear monger much <laughs> yeah yeah that's part of you yeah. know so like of course when i'm 
not at work, I'm going to now have that notion that, well, I just want to isolate myself all the time now because I'm exposing myself every day when I go back to work to Lord knows what, because people are fucking dirty. And then you're bringing that home and putting And I'm going to expose it to you. And then, and then like, it's just going to keep repeating. And so it's just like. It's life as a human. Yeah. They definitely don't make it easier. They really don't make it easier whatsoever. Uh, how soon until someone names their kid COVID? Mm. I feel like that oh, will like be inevitable, and then it'll be an, a big uproar. Oh, how could you? <laughs> My God. Doesn't that kind of sound like a, a name someone would? It really does sound like a name someone would probably like COVID. try to give their give like their kid. <laughs> probably some like. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. I was going to say some, like, privileged-ass, like, Hollywood star is going to, like, name yeah. their kid COVID. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, or I change didn't a, know change it was a letter. offensive. They'll change a letter, like, COVID, like, with a B or Instead something. Instead of, like, Corbin, and COVID. They'll be like, no, no, it's not what I, it's not it intended that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. My next note That's is, funny. Uh, I think this is a quote. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> by Dia Khan, D E E Y A H. Dia. 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 Bless you. <laughs> Somebody just, needs. just sneezed really loud. Uh, I wrote, I know what it feels like to be dehumanized, so I refuse to do it, even to a Nazi. If I'm willing, if I'm willing, there's no difference. I'm working against the sim- simplification of caricature of others for my convenience. Huh. Um, I, th- I think he was talking to Russell Brand. He. Maybe it was a woman. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused. You're loose with your facts. We're being reduced down to consumers or laborers. Uh, it's incredibly dehumanizing. People, including yes. terrorists, want to matter. But the only time we give them attention is when they do horrible things. Mm. And then I wrote, we must actively push back against people like Trump, who themselves are actively trying to build divisions between us rather than connections and humanity. And I th- that's kind of what Dia Khan was talking about. Uh, I'm probably getting my uh, podcast confused, but uh, I remember there was an episode or two of kind of activists kind of who were out. who were engaging with white supremacists, and uh, I mean, and there's been journalists who sit down with with accused terrorists and interview them. Yeah. To try to humanize them because our instinct is to dehumanize them and just say, well, that's an evil person. But instead of figuring out maybe what made that person so evil, what broke them so bad? What what is their current motivation? And Diakon brings up a good point by saying um, that all people want to matter. Even people, uh, terrorists. Even terrible people. Yeah, that's true. Because it's Trump, it's Trump a, it's a human feeling. And people dehumanize him, and of course, people are mis misguided, and because of their wiring, and their unwillingness or inability to uh, address those things that they're 
clearly struggling with. Yeah, the lack so of accountability. I think, uh, and then I write, we, we got to actively push back against that. And, uh, and we can't push back or build connections and uh, maintain our humanity when we're actively dehumanizing the people that we're criticizing. Yeah. And when we we start treating them as unhuman, they're not humans, and we must hurt them and continue to restrict them. Instead of giving them new opportunities and finding new ways to uh, for for them to to have outlets, and and that's usually like better work, better jobs, and and less time away from our families and our friends, and you know. Mm. we were we're separated from like all the things that i think make us better humans by all these fucking structures that we have in place like we can't be in touch with nature when i'm in the middle of this concrete city working this fucking job nine hours a day or whatever 10 hours a day devoted to this thing that i don't really care about but i have to do because i have in to order survive to, somehow to make money and eat in order to fucking pay for this shitty roof over my head in this fucking shitty part of the city or whatever so there's just like all these things that like kind of slowly dehumanize us and people stress out and they fucking they lash out and they embrace like terrorist ideologies and uh corporate profit ideologies in an effort to cope with because it makes them feel like they matter yeah and in their lack of maybe better options and opportunities and it's just this thing that's so avoidable and preventable and it's sad to see our our leaders so-called leaders those in authority those with all the the resources actively refuse to acknowledge any of this and they just continue doing the same old thing yeah i don't think like i don't think people are are born i mean Maybe a select few, sure, but I honestly, like, don't think that people are either born good or evil. I think they're molded to be certain ways based on the things that they've been yeah, exposed it's, it's, to, it's the, the people that they're growing up around. Yeah, they're being programmed lack of and kind of controlled and being morphed into to those types of people. Lack of correction and other times overcorrection. Oh, yeah. There's in, in my experience, I had mostly overcorrection from my parents, and then in other people's experience, it's total undercorrection and, and negligence. Yeah. It's negligence on both sides. And but. that's, like, traumatic. And what do you expect, like, for traumatized people to do? Like, they're going to lash out. They don't know how else to control it. They've never been taught any differently. And... If it goes by long enough and they spend 30, 40 years acting like that, well, they're not just going to go and change overnight. Yeah. It's going to progress and it's going to, they're going to get more dangerous or whatever. They're going to start not wanting to change because it's harder and harder. Yeah, because they see more and more reasons why they shouldn't. And they might even be getting positive reinforcement for the negative behavior. Yeah. That's a whole fucking other thing. Uh, That's what like uh, Al-Anon is about. A-L-A-N-O-N. And that's... Uh, like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous uh, support for those who uh, like the family members so that they can know how to 
healthily support their loved ones who are struggling with addiction because a lot of times they're the ones who've they're an a- some of they it. might be an, an enabler they might be participating in codependence uh or uh what else they could be <laughs> wired wrong and and they might just not know how to help and so they need guidance oh yeah, yeah so it's a i don't know what took me down that road because we were talking about your quote <laughs> and your quote kind of tied into like dehumanizing and and all of that and so we got on that subject anything else should i move on um i didn't know if i cut you off no no okay. you didn't cut me off i had my own dehumanizing situation but that's for a different show so um we can move on well do you have a note are you gonna remember do you want to talk about it now no i'm gonna remember it's my whole work thing okay. i'll remember i'm salty as hell about that i will not forget it <laughs> so there's a story to you be told to stew on it a little more so you can discuss it more with calmly a more measured yes approach? yes because i don't want my anger and my frustration and whatnot surrounding it to paint the picture more worse than it already is um right and i i want to be more level-headed to be able to talk about it so it doesn't just sound like i'm being a drama queen i want you to be more level-headed too exactly because you've seen (laughs) you see me keep getting like annoyed by it so um yeah that's my uh that's my foreshadow right there all right next note is i wrote addiction is anything we find temporary pleasure or relief in uh short term i think this is a addiction is anything we find temporary pleasure or relief in short term therefore crave but suffer negative consequences long term uh but can't or won't quit kind of a messy did you write that or was that like i think a i quote? took that from uh what i've heard other people okay. uh, give the definition of of addiction uh, and a, a lot of people can't i think we mentioned this before can't even relate to what addiction is no so they think it's just kind of this joke just stop just turn it off mm-hmm. so uh, we need to spread the word about like the definition of what that is and i again i think addiction can be applied to a lot of things and i think a lot more people struggle with addiction than people are very quick to invalidate addicts because they don't they don't understand it they don't they can't grasp it they don't yeah they just don't understand it and they invalidate addicts really fast uh eckhart eckhart toll says addiction begins and ends with pain Addiction so it's, yeah. it starts because of pain. You want to mm-hmm. end the trauma and the suffering. You want to kind of silence it. This or is the thing that, that you've stumbled upon usually uh, that has uh, best alleviated that pain. Uh, and then you have to go through a bunch <laughs> of pain to, to kind of release the hold that this addiction has on you yeah. because it requires a lot of going through a lot of hard things you know people become addicted to things because they're they're trying to hide trauma they're trying to they don't know how so to, to deal with it the trauma you yeah have you have to face these things cope, you don't want to about. and and that is a whole other set of pain because now you're going through 
the withdrawals of your addiction on top of all of this emotional trauma and that's kind of the anger um but you're trying to build skills on top of that kind of uh suffering (laughs) and that that's i think the trickiest part for people is like you're going through like this confrontational thing you're confronting the addiction Mm -hmm. and to do that you have to build new skills and you're fucking weak in this state yeah the weakest maybe you've been yeah um since you started the addiction i don't know uh but it ends with pain either you od and it it consumes your life and ruins your life and that's pain pain. or you overcome it and the the process of overcoming is painful it's painful so uh we can't be totally pain averse if we want to get better uh but we shouldn't intentionally inflict pain on ourselves either right but we should be again like bamboo you got to be flexible this is now a time where you have to radically accept like this is going to be painful and difficult difficult. but i'm not gonna i'm gonna work actively to you know i'm not gonna make it worse than it needs to be i'm not going to so that i can come out of this a better person and i can come out of this stronger and and healthier and better and it's really hard to to kind of keep that end goal in mind (laughs) uh gabor mate uh m-a-t-e but it has a little dash over the e at the end uh he says we are desperate to escape from reality because reality has been so cruel to us Mm, amen you relate to that oh my god i relate to that so hard he, I believe, was a recovering addict who had been sober for a while. Do you relate to that? Oh, fuck yeah. You so relate to that down. so hard, too? So hard. So hard. <laughs> uh, I wrote above it, also boredom, in quotations, boredom and addiction. <clears throat> uh, that's been our excuse more than once. Oh, we're bored. It right. helps the, the time go by faster mm-hmm. or more to be more pleasant. And uh, I think that's a lie that we, we a lot of addicts learn yeah. to tell themselves it's like a negotiation tactic because that, again you still don't want to really admit that there's there's an issue somewhere that you haven't resolved well you're not again you're you're being averse to yeah. confrontation which is why are you claiming you're bored like what the fuck are you doing with your time uh you don't have hobbies that you like you don't know what you like why aren't you doing things that you like or that you're good at in your spare time so that you don't feel like i'm suffering or bored or uh, you know whatever and so i need uh, these are this gives me an excuse to fucking use the drug right or the alcohol alcohol is a drug so you can group that in with all the fucking schedule twos out there chain smoking cigarettes yep i feel like that's definitely an addiction so be aware of that little lie we tell us i think this is a continuation of gabor's quote this creates sensitivity and also why so the the cruelty that we perceive from our reality uh creates a sensitivity and also why so many creatives have addiction issues um mental illness uh, uh, or uh, who have addiction issues, mental illnesses, and traumatic pasts. 
which just like ticks off all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I relate to that. Um, he says, we're the interesting ones. <laughs> or I think that's me saying it because it's in uh, parentheses. Mm. We're the interesting ones. Because <laughs> of uh, all that shit, all the shit I talk about, I feel like I, um, I don't know. I, addiction. Like the, the traumas. Like the, the... That is a lot of stories in itself. Mental illness is uh, a lot of stories. Yep. Uh, the traumatic past. That's a lot of stories. And then when you intertwine them all, like... Jesus, yeah. So that's interesting to, to people who might not have any knowledge of that world. Yeah. And then I think a lot of addicts who do have knowledge of that world find it interesting. Um, but then a lot of people who don't know about that world will just look down on it and mm -hmm. not have any interest in learning right because they, they just they automatically just assume it's like gross dirty or and, yeah and dirty and totally like uh, <clears throat> you know, again just stop just turn it off yeah i get i get that a lot they don't i get have, uh, i get people who constantly invalidate to, me that way yeah. <laughs> i'll say like i'm very yeah. anxious or yeah. or i'm feeling very emotional and i can't control it and they'll say well just don't think about it just stop oh yeah. thanks if i could fucking do that don't you think i would have done that yeah. my whole life they should be like, a doctor like oh i Brilliant. hate when people say that oh well just it's not it's not that bad just just don't like i actually had one of those today i had to been invalidated this morning uh, so. text yes where i was expressing that i was um anxious and that i was like uh not wanting to expose like myself to toxicness and things like that and it was just like oh we'll just ignore it oh. and just focus on like your task at hand oh helpful and i'm like it's that's such a bullshit oh it'll just just ignore it just focus on on what you're doing I'm supposed to ignore my whole environment that I'm stuck in. I'm surrounded in it. <laughs> I can't just ignore it. Are we know, supposed like... to ask them, okay, how do you ignore it? Yeah. Like, to the people who say just ignore it, okay, how do you ignore it? Are, is their answer going to be like, well, I don't struggle with that? Or Probably. do these people actually have answers to like how they cope with it? Because I don't. I, why aren't they giving a specific yeah in that coping? case don't just say some stupid fucking filler <laughs> sentence and say well hey yeah. so you're you're telling me you're you're feeling very anxious well sometimes i do x y and z and that helps me have you tried that like no one has ever like said anything like that to me except for i think you like, yeah. oh, okay, well, have you tried breathe in for three, hold <laughs> it for two, breathe out for whatever? Like, I had a coworker do that to me the other day. And I was like, that's awesome. Someone who actually understands <laughs> yeah. and is offering a solution An that works solution, for them yeah. and is offering that help to me. That is cool. And nobody, like, does that. Like, you're the only two people I think I've ever, ever, ever in my whole life have been around who's actually tried to, like, constructively help instead of just, instead of just, oh, just don't think about it. Or, oh, it'll just go away. Let's get that number up to three. Yeah, somebody, four. come on. <laughs> it's something I know that I personally would like to work on as well. My, the next quote is, I think this one's more from Gabor Mate. Uh, probably also on the Russell Brand podcast because I think I was having a phase of Russell. Russell. 
the quote is damaged leaders rule an addicted world we see that yes i think we mentioned this in another podcast i think we definitely did and it's still i 100 percent agree damaged leaders rule the world for sure an addicted an addicted world yeah an addicted world sorry uh, I traumatized that a lot of people are traumatized uh sad so then, much trauma here's some sidebars i have in very tiny writing i, <laughs> I wrote, always see that tiny writing if if you believe you live in a horrible world you will act selfishly and aggro and paranoid trump's dad was uh demeaned trump's i think a, a trump's dad demeaned attacked and humiliated uh, Trump. Uh, I think this is all kind of been documented because his dad was like a <laughs> probably a major aggro. Yeah, he's probably a huge d bag. And then we've mentioned Trump's like brother died of alcoholism. Yeah, he was an alcoholic. I think and I so I was I, when I learned that. So um. If you believe the world, you live in a horrible world, you act selfish and aggro and paranoid. Trump's dad demeaned him and attacked and humiliated him. His brother killed himself because uh, he was an alcoholic. A traumatized society is uh, quite willing to reward with power. I think all these might have been things that Gabor mentioned. Mm. And then I have an arrow following that. This is why the status quo persists at uh, our expense. Is that a... I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> you're just staring at me over there. Oh, well, I can't see your paper. I, I just, I, I see your writing, Help but me. obviously Save it's me. backwards because... The status quo persists something at expense because that's what addicts do. Trump's sin is... He's egregious and not smooth like Obama. Uh, yet they kind of did the same things and have done the same things with some of their um, like military policies mm. and, and uh, I was lack like, I of social. Couldn't think of anything they did. <laughs> uh, I think when you, I don't know, you probably have to see a, a side by side of that, yeah. but really all the presidents have kind of been the same type of people I mean, they're all just yeah. this figurehead they all just kind of focus um, on the some same some are more smooth than others reagan was super smooth smooth guy smooth guy <laughs> but his policies were like super restrictive and he started the war on drugs or he continued it and, and made it worse and um he increased like military power and stuff why are we so obsessed with police and military and you know obama he he bombed a lot of people trump has fucked with a lot of people it's so true. we can't just be like well you know just because obama's black you know we can't critique him or whatever he was the first black president and he fought for gay rights and he also claimed that he, I think Joe Rogan's mentioned this several times, something about, like, loosening restrictions on, like, cannabis, but then, like, the most ever uh, 
cannabis dispensary raids occurred under his presidency or something like that or like mm. or, or arrests like dea arrests yeah so there's all like this double talk we right. see constantly and it happens that's, with that's like yeah all point. of them for sure um so they all talk a big talk we might say oh like uh well uh george w bush was evil and uh, obama's a fucking saint or the opposite uh but in reality like they're not much better than each, each other, other and they're not much worse than each other yeah because they still look did at how little progress and... we've we've made and look how much double talk we see um and look how much suffering we fucking still see it's um yeah i don't feel like it's it's definitely not black and white and it's definitely i feel like we've there's, gotten there's a lot more hypocrisy than than i think people are acknowledging yeah. and i think that's a lot of the things that are are holding society back and causing that, a like, very hypocrisy? slow evolution right are you gonna add Nothing? no forgot no i didn't no i didn't <laughs> sorry forget. that was kind of messy i'm trying to do better with my notes and they're getting a little better but i i like to read it raw and see it fresh for the first time so i think it helps give like a different like view sometimes but that also well. causes issues with um more of like a smoother interpretation flow. yeah yeah all right let's continue but I think every day is a new day to be one percent better <laughs> so yeah. none of those had quotes so let's get back to the quote i think this is another quote from gabor uh, i think all that was like my notes on his uh what, he, what was he was saying um he says drugs do something for us that was lacking vitality sense of connection or presence or inner peace it numbs pain. It gives focus. Uh, so what happened in childhood to rob us of these qualities? Hmm. I, I totally agree with all that. That's, I do. I definitely feel like that's been my excuse or my negotiation tactic for a lot of years of uh, heavy cannabis use or even drinking. Um, I never struggled with alcohol, but... You know, I, we used to drink a lot more. We used to totally yeah. buy a lot more alcohol. Oh, for sure. We used to... I mean, we I wouldn't say we drank a lot, but we drank pretty consistently. Yeah. Uh, so, the the feeling that people get when they use a substance is usually going for one of these... Uh, kind of feelings. Sensations. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, the vitality. You feel energized or happy those like moods yeah it gives you focus it gives you a sense of connection like i'm not alone i'm not isolated i'm not sad anymore um it gives you that inner peace it helps numb the pain so what a lot of times this is all stems from childhood trauma a lot of times most of the time i feel like most of the time so i think it's important to to trace back that stuff and find the root of those issues start addressing this stuff again it's painful but we're not going to grow unless yeah we we're not going to grow and change unless we pain. really like acknowledge and accept like the pain and and find ways to like actually work through it and not just like numb it or disguise it uh sex addiction is about the state of being desired we try to control 
unbearable states to only are the only way we learned. This is more of his quote. An addict craves non-addiction when we finally get inner peace from using. I told you this. Because uh, you're you're already while, in like that. I probably told you when I wrote this. I think you did. I, I, I think I wanted to tell you early because I thought that was such a good. Um, a good thing to do is start making notes. Uh, like whoever out there is using or when me and you like smoke or whatever and we get a sense of inner peace a lot of times we're like well we want to stop take a break mm -hmm. um we don't need to smoke we're yeah, good we, without we this. feel more hopeful about yeah, it yeah we suddenly have like this different like well this we feel good outlook about, on it yeah <laughs> life is good so i think it's important to start writing down your thoughts of, like what are your uh what what is fulfilling or what are you what are you claiming that you don't need when you're high yeah or whatever and working on trying to achieve that stuff when you're sober because that's that's gonna be the time you need to focus and kind of have like this stuff to fall back on and know what you need to work on yeah what your state of mind was like when you did have like inner peace and I think a lot of people don't even know like a sensation of inner peace. Like, no, what are they I even chasing, so. or what what is missing in my life? I don't think a lot of people are doing these like confrontational, like inner. No, I think soul most searching. people are just constantly just being distracted by their phones and their TVs <laughs> and their music and and I don't know. I just really don't feel like people spend a lot of time actually like soul searching. Lost my spot. An addict craves addiction when we finally get a, 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 a. When we finally get a sense of peace. That's the guilt uh, and the yo-yoing and search for completion. But it's just temporary temporary regulation. So when you go back and forth, oh, I want to stop, and then you stop. Oh, I want to start. I miss it. I want to get high. It makes me feel better. You keep going on this fucking back we've, and forth, we've back and forth, and then you feel guilty because you're not fulfilling like what you said you're gonna do. Like, oh, I said I was gonna stop. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then we're not ever like fulfilling it. So. Well, and what's your sober thoughts too? Like, write down that. Like, why are you craving? What are like? What are these things? Yeah. What is it about it that you're looking for when you do it? I don't know if I have any on my phone right now. Let me yeah, check. I don't think check. I have any on my phone. Um, I think I mentioned some in another keep some notes episode. More inner, inner turmoil thoughts while sober. I can manage my cannabis use. My cannabis use. I need it to have some happiness or to reward myself. Uh, I am strong enough to go a day without smoking. I'm not strong enough to go a day without smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boredom, irritability, aimless, uh, unmotivated. I fixate on it. I think about smoking on sober days about every 15 minutes. I fixate on nothing else like this. Not not my art and not sex. Yeah. So these are all my like thoughts that I had while I was like while you were sober, sober. And, and going through like turmoil. And then when I'm high, my inner peace thoughts, some of them I have written... I'm tired of feeling guilty for abusing it. Uh, 
to have safer sex, <laughs> to not be as like um, risky. Yeah. Oh, uh, I need to smoke less. Um, I have a lot of different stuff. I need stuff. to be more motivated. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of feeling guilty for abusing it. So listen to like the different states of mind. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. To it me. is pretty interesting. I think it's, it's weird to how that and to have some sort of like visual proof of like your states of mind. Because I'm not saying everyone's bipolar, but I think a lot of people have like these like different um, like mindsets that really are really contradicting. Af- yeah, and they, they almost do affect your personality and almost are like this weird uh, like you're living two different lives. Yeah, because like you were saying right there, so. When you're sober, you crave it. You're irritable. You're bored. You're aimless. You're all of these things. <laughs> and then it's like when you get it, it's like you're guilty. You don't. You you say you don't want to do it. You you'll be okay without it. And it's like our bodies feel good, but then it's like our minds are working against us. And then it's like when we're not on it, our minds are working against us, but our bodies like mm-hmm. are okay or whatever so it's just like freaking again more double-edged yeah. it's like, uh it's our like mind body and spirit all have are all trying to like coexist and yeah and they all and want like different things yeah sometimes like one or two of them are trying to do like something that the other one or two don't don't like yeah. and your goal i guess is to try to like moderate all that it's really exhausting make sense of of all that pushing and pulling right like it's really exhausting to i feel like my main reason well one of my main like reasons of use is it's it's so exhausting to constantly be at war with myself like mentally i'm always at war with myself emotionally i'm always at war with myself and physically i'm always at war with myself so you feel like it calms the mind or something? Yeah, I feel like it kind of helps soothe some of that to where it seems more bearable. Like, I'm not saying, like, it takes it all away because it doesn't because I'm still, I would still mentally, like, when I smoke, I'm still mentally, like, kind of at war with myself because right. there's that guilt <laughs> attached to it and yeah. there's that... I feel like a shitty person. Like, why do I feel like I can't function without this? Like, why can't I just feel good on on my normal level? Like, why can't, like, all those thoughts start to come into my head. Like, why do you always have to beat yourself up? Why, Why does everything in your head have to be a war? Like, why are you always constantly fighting with yourself? Like... And so it's always this, like you said, it's this push and pull, push and pull. And and it's hard not to feel, like, crazy. Because it feels like, why can't, like, things just work? Yeah. Correctly. Why isn't my baseline more normal? Yeah. Manageable. Why do I always have to feel like I'm on edge? Why do I always have to feel like I'm about to like burst out crying? Like, why can't I just function like a new, a normal fucking human being? Yeah. That's a lot of like self shaming and stuff too that comes with addiction. Yeah. It's hard to, yeah, to cope with all that and to, to, start reframing that and finding ways to acknowledge it but to not like hold it against yourself and to start trying to like find healthier ways of reframing and and acting and just finding ways to like like yourself no in like any state that you're in yeah yeah it's so hard (laughs) (laughs) and that's like a whole other thing outside of addiction it's like it's still just doing that 
uh, sober or high, it's like, well, I, I still struggle with like self-esteem yeah. regardless. Right. So I still have to deal with that thing, that condition or whatever. So it is a lot to juggle. I think it's good to talk about it and to acknowledge it and to write notes to yourself and to kind of all that helps with the acknowledgement of like, okay, yeah. this is a real thing I'm like truly struggling with. And these are real things I want to try to improve and how do I do it? So, uh, let me finish the, the notes for this guy. He finishes that quote saying, we are searching to feel like a human being again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I told you once, it, it feels like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that feeling of like, um, what I should have been yeah, or what, what if I human. had, if I had a healthy childhood, uh, and proper parenting techniques and was programmed properly that I should feel the way I feel when I'm high or like I get that weird, uh, the warm uh, inner, inner peace, yeah, yeah, positive feeling when, when you get high. So it's all, it's like almost like you're being comforted you're you're almost being wrapped well, it's in like, like I, a, i'm the way i should have been like I, I wasn't ruined i'm like yeah. whole and good now i'm who i should have been and i don't have to fight as so hard that's to be what this he's person. saying uh gabor is saying we are, are searching to feel like a human being again so i totally relate to that and then in parentheses i write uh have written if you cannot relate to that you cannot relate to addiction and have no business setting policy that deals with addicts I think that was in one of, I might have wrote a note about that around the same time because I think I put something just like that in there that if you can't relate to it, you should not be the one writing laws about it Yeah. because your laws are not helping us. They're hurting us more. You're, you're, you're treating yeah. some of these people as these absolute garbage bad people, but it's not their fault. Yeah, that's why I have a major issue with the police is because the, the police have no concept of this yeah they are a brutal um force that is not and will not uh, ref and refuses because, to to humanize right. people and to treat them as uh people with any of these issues yeah because these people are so yeah, badly they're, they're, broken they're on the front lines of interaction with these people right and that is disturbing to me yeah and the complete denial of like that that's not a dangerous volatile situation is disturbing to me they're denying it and yeah. look at what we have on the streets right now we have massive protests uh and the police are responding violently right and then a lot some protesters are responding violently in response to that so it's just this and on very scary circle that is, is being caused by their denial of mental health and their denial of proper uh, tactics, which need to really be rooted in mental health um, treatment and behavioral right. uh, sciences and stuff like that. Right, because they don't know how to handle... And brutal pain, pain, hurt, hurt, hit, hit, cage... Right. That fucking is just so like mind blowing to me. That yeah, just denial. Just because denial, some of these denial. like people that may be getting detained, they're addicted to fucking power. Right, like, like you said, they're they're meeting them with violence, and it's like a mentally 
unstable person, let's let's take a homeless person for like example. We've seen them yelling and screaming and cussing and they're at a super elevated level. No one's around. You think a cop is handled to just like walk in there and know how to like deal with this already elevated person who who is mentally not right they don't understand things in the way that you understand things and you're going to meet them with force they've put bullets and expect like a good result i've watched a video where they put bullets into like this mentally uh disabled guy and like his staff was like off camera like pleading with the police or something like you, you can't like shoot this guy yeah. because he's like fucking, he's already elevated he and now like, you're going to elevate him more and you're going to get him even farther past the reason of understanding this thing that's already broken inside them that they don't understand when in, like when they could be meeting them with trained officials yeah. or trained people who can de-escalate these people so that there isn't violence and there is like programs they can go into and ways that we can actually help them without hurting them because most of these people are traumatized they have been broken beyond like they cannot repair themselves and it's almost to the point where it's going to take a lot of work to to help even make it feel like they're holding on to a thread but like they're humans and they've just been broken yeah we need a peace officer and we need people who understand that the uh the only with the focus of peace yeah with negotiators not even people who come in to just like try to de-escalate you and oh you need to calm yourself down uh but people who are negotiating who are saying who are figuring out the root causes of of the misbehaving and uh, and, and actively finding solutions to accommodate that person. Uh, that's the only way that's really like you, you cannot continue to just act like you're addressing the root by just putting someone in a cage mm-hmm. or demanding they pay you a lot of money yeah. uh, through fines. Uh, or hitting them with sticks or pumping them full of fucking bullets. Yeah, but again, look at the disgusting state of our government and the disgusting state of, like, our policing units. So it's, like, it seems so out of reach that, like, which, I mean, a lot of people are, are fighting for this, and and I really hope that we can make this change. But, yeah, we really do need, like less police and more peace more de-escalation more mental behind it like i'm not i'm not saying every person who's making policy yeah like not every person who's being arrested or whatever is broken or whatever but it's just you have all these people who don't understand why these people are broken or why cops are so angry or why any of this because no nobody is like asking these questions because all the people who are making these laws and these rules are all the people who don't struggle with any of this they don't struggle with being a person of color they don't struggle with addiction they don't struggle with mental illness and these are all the people yeah they don't struggle financially whatsoever um and all these people are the people who are making the rules for us and claiming that they're here to help us but they're not helping me. Yeah. 
what they're doing is making it harder for me to get the help I need or to for people of color to get the things that they need they just need equality and we all they're still not getting it yeah because these people in power are the people who never understand the struggle that people of color have and they never will They've created the struggle yeah they've helped maintain and create the struggle and that is just like insane to see just how completely far and deep like it all just goes continue the quote here from gabor and russell's uh, episode i write any trauma a parent holds that they haven't worked through will be passed on to the next generation intentionally or unintentionally yeah so that's why the, that's why it's a cycle that. it's being it won't be broke mm-hmm. <laughs> because nobody is kind of taking the time to see that it's broken or so cares to fix it who have um you know shitty parents or less than ideal parents probably have uh some trauma that they never worked through and that's why we had difficult childhoods or have poor relationships with them or still difficulties into our 20s and 30s difficulties (laughs) in general yeah it's proven and there's so much fucking research on on how in estrangement and childhood trauma uh, all the all the damage it wreaks it really on, really sticks on society yeah it's i think possibly the the biggest of all uh human humanity's problems probably yeah. stem from uh in a, inappropriate like uh, programming yeah and parenting some kind of trauma like that yeah for sure so the part of this podcast is to spread the word and, and try to impart knowledge and, and our experiences and our wisdom and uh, hopefully it it uh, prevents unnecessary pain, yeah. preventable pain, you know, stuff that doesn't need to happen, <laughs> like traumatic shit that um, we could still be like, I don't I. I don't think we need like trauma and bad experiences to become better people. Yeah. I think if we can, again, impart the wisdom and pass it to the next generation, like we don't need to see our kids and their kids like suffering if we could just give them this knowledge of like this is how society can be better and stronger and more humane and these and are more the ways equal. we can all take part like we don't have to oh well i wouldn't be who i am today unless i had a, a shitty traumatic childhood like we don't need to be intentionally causing traumatic childhoods yeah so the idea that you need to like suffer or have pain in order to be like a stronger better person that's broken that's like totally misguided thinking um, we can, we, we don't need to like make like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, like spoil the kid type shit. Yeah. Like I'm going to make his life so easy that he's just, I'm going to give him gonna every to, single thing yeah, I didn't he have. he ends up being a, a spoiled brat with, with entitlement issues. Yeah. And he's like dehumanizing people and name calling and whatever, um, abusing like 
we don't have to fucking like we can find a balance between yeah, like we don't have to have those things preventing pain and suffering and trauma uh but also allowing natural consequences and natural lessons to unfold and being real and confronting the bullshit like there's a way to balance all that stuff isn't it crazy that people are just like scared to talk to their kids or not scared but they just like they know that they should have like certain conversations but they just like choose not to because they don't want to like face it yeah definitely my parents don't have like and it's like but you you created this like being like it's your job or, to... or allowing them to be fuck ups with certain things. Like yeah. my parents try to helicopter every second of my fucking life, pretty much, especially my teen years. Instead of letting me like learn, oh that didn't work, or I messed up here, they had no interest in really guiding me. They only had an interest in controlling me. Controlling and so, punishing, yeah. Like I could have learned good lessons, but instead. I'm learning good lessons now in my adulthood that I probably should have learned when I was a teen. But since they wanted to control me and force and manipulate and do all these things, yeah, isolate, uh, I I wasn't allowed to learn and I wasn't taught or mentored or allowed like certain natural consequences. A lot of them were forced consequences because they didn't like my choice or whatever. So they sought to control and, to again like tamp down and clamp and become more restrictive and and do all these things instead of again finding that balance of how do we allow natural consequences um but also prevent trauma and pain so there's a way to balance that shit um what's my next note here yeah what's your next one try i think this is my it might be theirs I think this is mine. Traumatized people who think they're unlovable seek to be wanted exponentially. That might have been his, because I don't know if I would have wrote that. Uh. Traumatized people who think they're unlovable seek to be wanted exponentially. I might have wrote that. Um, So uh, I think we see that with a lot of comedians, a lot of actors. They might not have had very engaged or loving parents. And so now they seek that through entertainment approval from or a lot of uh, singers too, and just enter- entertainers in general. They're seeking it from an audience and from strangers pretty much because they didn't maybe get that from their parents. It's odd if you do see someone with a healthy relationship with their parents that is an <laughs> entertainer because it's like, Usually, maybe their family was, was already like in, in the it, business. Yeah. Maybe they learned to break the cycle. Have like I don't a know. <laughs> um, uh, continuing the quote here, there's a lot of science that shows the interconnectivity, uh, unity of emotions with hormones and uh, the immune system, uh, the nervous system, the gut, the uh, I think that's the cardiovascular the system that these are inseparable but we ignore it uh we ignore the soul with absolute rationalism which threatens our humanity we can be agnostic and do this without religious extremes that's my note uh so he's he started talking about um like spiritual stuff yeah which i believe that 
I mean, I, I say the mind, body, and spirit. I think, I mean, I, I, I guess I identify as agnostic. I don't know what's out there. Uh, I have an open mind about it, but I also refuse to acknowledge, like, the, you know, the God in the sky concept. Right. Who's out there looking out for us and needs us to worship him and give him money and convert we people. we exist for him. Uh, yeah, we exist for him to serve him. Um yeah, I, I refuse to believe that one. I'm also I I don't advocate ignoring like the spiritual stuff. Even yeah, like I don't, something's I don't, out there. I don't believe this concept that Christians and Catholics and whoever uh, Islam, uh, whatever they believe, but I'm not saying that maybe there's not a form of of it or of something kind of. I just out refuse there to like. I'm not going to convert. I'm not trying to convert people. I'm not trying to force people. I'm not trying to talk in absolutes and 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 like I know what what there is and right. and all this crazy talk. I think it's crazy talk. Oh, um, I agree because we don't have there. There's no facts. Yeah, there's because not we, 100% we really facts. don't know. Um, but I it, there does seem to be, and he says there's a lot of science that shows the interconnectivity of emotions um, and what we experience what we call like spiritual feelings or whatever um other realms i don't know yeah uh, i definitely think there's ways to uh, be like intact with your like mind body the soul creative, or like the, the collective consciousness maybe the universe in some way um so it seems like this is all there is like like it seems to be real on some level we just don't know what it is and people claim that they know what it is, uh, I think are misleading and are liars and are, um, they're intentionally trying to profit or benefit right. and they're misguided, all these things. Um, but I don't, I'm, I, I will never say like we should ignore the soul and, and pretend that there's, there's not like a spiritual aspect of our reality. Cause yeah. I think there is, I just think it's fucked up how people try to like twist it into this thing that, that gives them a control or that gives them some sort of identity or whatever it is that they gravitate towards that religion for that that's disturbing stuff to me yeah but i think it's totally normal to like to acknowledge that um you know it's part of our humanity that there is like a spiritual aspect and uh, this other dimension that we don't know about right. yeah that it seems to have an influence on it's things. crazy that there's like but we can do that and acknowledge that without religious extremes yeah so and that seems so much healthier to me yeah and i think it would benefit it's another one of those things i think would benefit a lot of society and most people but instead they they want to latch on to like a team a religious team <laughs> and uh they want to latch on to certainty Maybe that's how they feel like they're being like needed. Well, yeah, that's an identity. It's like this is uh, my calling. This is my purpose. Um, but again, they're they're doing it in this certain way. Even though it's faith based, they're talking in certainties, right? And they're they're trying to like, convert people, and they they look down on you in certain ways if you don't if you don't live by these weird certain set yeah. of rules made but it's in this like book. why why can't we just acknowledge like 
some things at work and we all live in, here on this planet <laughs> in life yeah <laughs> like why i don't it know seems petty to me it seems everyone it, just wants to like complicate everything yeah, instead of just like thing. stripping it all down to like the simple basics we all bleed the same color of blood we're all stuck on this earth together we <laughs> yeah. all need to learn how to coexist one rock yeah one rock we're we're all here whether we chose to be or not which i didn't choose to be here i'm stuck here until my time is up um something in the universe is at work we don't know what it is we can't put a certainty on it let's all just be decent good good people to each other and show everyone love respect and compassion amen, amen, amen. but then everyone like com everyone complicates it and starts putting all this weird yeah. fucking shit into it and now this it seems like we can't and here we are on a podcast telling people how it should be <laughs> well, because the, everything got so complicated and and now everything's just like overly fucked and we have all these like overly fucked weird like religions and we have all this like weird shit yeah. and it's uh people are i think distracting themselves from uncertainties they're trying to the create like a certainty by well this is how you do it and uh but what I, if you I think spent all this time and energy in this quote faith because you're looking for the certainty that if you follow this God and you follow these these rules and these ideas in this book that you're going to be granted to go to heaven. But then you just die and there's nothing. Like You just wasted all that fucking time. Don't you feel well, like an idiot? <laughs> at least they tried, right? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So that, I think that's how they view I, it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you really look at it that way, that's, because that's their so their way of it's thinking because of the ways they were traumatized and broken not and whatever. Not when you force it down the throats of children. And not when you, yeah, I don't you, agree with when that. you try to take uh, advantage of uh, other traumatized I think people who are, who are looking for uh, for guidance. I think church and, and religion should be treated like casinos and smoking and like voting limits because they claim like limits on it. we places of worship. We can't vote until a certain age because that's when they think we're old enough to be able to make those decisions, whatever. So I think maybe they should put like an age on children. So when your child hits a certain age, if you're a churchgoer and your child seems interested in it, then they should be allowed to make that choice. But if at some point after they've made that choice and they say, I no longer want to come to church, then there should be some form of kind of like how you have to withdraw from school. So you have to go to your person, your pastor or whatever as the kid or whoever and say, I've experienced this. I don't want to do this. I want to withdraw. And the parents should have to 100% comply by that. If, you're, if your child feels that they're old enough to make those decisions, then they should be allowed to make those decisions. But I don't think that you should force your kid to like go to church with you because you're, you're, you're not giving them like the choice. But you think kids should be able to just drop out of school if they want to? I don't know how I feel about that because I'm not a professor. I'm not a teacher. I I I don't think I don't... as someone who has dropped out of school um, for reasons kind of out of my control slash in my control. I as a kid was never. 
comfortable going to school. I was bullied. I was treated. I feel like they all thought I was stupid because I was learning on a different level. Um, shouldn't we address that, like why that's happening at the schools? Like why? We should address that before we allow the kids to drop out. Yes. Well, I guess like, I don't know. Uh, I think with the religion thing, I made a note of that on the website about how I think that it, it shouldn't be like, a, it should be treated like a workplace, like okay. places of worship that like, we don't just like take our kids. We don't kids just let kids come to work to with us. Work. We have a take your kid to work day, but that's like a little fun thing. Like but it's not like yeah, an everyday that thing. That makes sense with like the gambling and stuff and voting. I, I agree. Like it's, it's uh, I feel like it's irresponsible to like, teach um like faith-based religions or religions uh to children in a factual way or like, i think religion is interesting to study um but i don't think that they should be being told by like preachers and ministers yeah. and and their parents that they have to think this way and believe this thing when it's a faith-based it's not a it's not a science-based like um agreed upon fact mm -hmm. verifiable fact because it's all consistently facts. being interpreted in different it's ways it's not agreed upon yeah. by society it's contested and so it's bizarre to me that society and the governments and parents continue to just be like oh yeah it's cool to just Tell your kids whatever you believe and make up is uh, is a fact. And, and kids are so gullible. Like they'll believe. Yeah, anything. it causes a lot of trauma. Like kids literally will believe anything. They can't grasp that what you're talking about. Their is, minds haven't fully developed. They don't know until, what like, faith is. But yet you're, you're bombarding them, telling them that this is this is fact. This is fact. Kids Even love stories you too. You believe it yourself personally by faith or whatever so it's just like this yeah or I what if they did what it. if they did something so so if you do just have to constantly have your child go to church with you and you have to shove that down their throat then because the isn't like sunday school is a thing so mm -hmm. do they do they basically teach you the same thing in Sunday school as they teach the adults, but it's more of like a child down version. Yeah. yeah. Cause like yes. I never really like I've been to church before as a child and I've been to church yeah. a few different churches as it's an adult. In line with the, um, yeah, it's in line with, with what the adults could talk. So I think if that is a thing, then the first half of the church session should be whatever little stories they want to tell, whatever passages they want to read. I don't know. I don't, know all about Didn't that we just stuff. say that they shouldn't even be but, allowed in but the, here's what i'm saying if they like it's being taught propaganda if they have to take their kids or whatever really really need to want to or whatever then the first half let them do that part but then the second half should be taught more science-based things like they should be taught both at once that makes no sense and then again let them let them school. decide you think these churches are just going to start teaching science classes fuck no but in the perfect world that'd be nice it's fucked up that we even have to <laughs> like they don't they don't trust the science-based like facts yeah that's part of the religion is like we don't accept these things but it'd We're be nice ignoring that your society's agreed upon facts verifiable repeatable facts we're not we're not 
we're just going to deny those and and pretend that that shit doesn't exist. Mm. That's w- literally kind of what part of being religious means. Like we're just going to ignore this whole fucking shit and uh we're just going to live in our own little world. Do you think someone like lives like It's messed up that we even have to like consider like lives? passing laws to to protect children from supposed brain- brainwashing pretty much. Oh, I just think it's crazy that for a lot of these religion or i guess just the main one is it christianity catholics is it catholics who's the Uh, priests um are kind of notorious for molesting and being pedophiles cover-ups so cases how again do these people justify like being in these religions when they have people at the highest level of it molesting children how do you still believe in in these this faith when the supposed people who are who god are speaking to are the ones like abusing children that doesn't seem very like i don't know i don't have that closed-minded mentality (laughs) i don't i'm just i don't know why my parents like why do my parents hold on to their fucking religion over their their only son yeah People are like just they they would broken, rather man. embrace a stranger minister yeah. uh, in in a a book that strangers wrote than have a closer relationship with their son. It's true. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking. I I don't have their minds. Yeah. But I don't relate to that because to me that is like that's like. Um, that would be like us trying to like write a, rules for religion. <laughs> To me, it's like a like mental disability Like us as complete outsiders. It, like, ties in perfectly with the people who are making the rules and, like, the laws and stuff for addicts. Well, yeah, that's what it's I'm like saying. It's, perfect, like, the perfect, like, example. Religion and corporate and government are, like, this weird circle jerk. Mm. And, yeah, I do think that you can practice both. I think there's people out there, at least, that I've heard give interviews. Maybe, again, it's, a, like, on paper they claim they're doing it but in practice maybe it's impossible it's not like perfect yeah Um, i mean nothing's perfect i think you can be spiritual and practice you know accepting science i because i do it i mean i'm not spiritual but i i am open-minded to that there's is a spiritual realm of some sorts um but i also am totally like open-minded to science i'm not i'm not a fucking fool yeah. I'm not closed-minded. <laughs> not a fucking I'm not going to deny like the reality that I see, and um, it's. I don't know how you can like maybe be like. Um, I don't know. There's like dual religious. Uh, like uh, a Jewish person will marry like uh, a Christian, or an Islam will marry whatever, and um, Islam, Muslim. I don't know. Uh, and and they have kids and i don't know how the fuck they they raise their kids like well how do you like which religion do you choose to yeah. like and i don't know i i think you can be which, religious like, culture do you and, choose and to embrace raise uh science simultaneously um i think he, uh, that would be a uh what we're kind of talking about is like you you can believe in the bible i guess and believe in science you just are doing it in a less extreme way where maybe you're not trying to convert people 
Maybe you're uh, you're not going to force your kids to go to church. Mm. So uh, there probably is people out there who who do practice in less extreme ways. They're not just forcing it, trying to force right. it down. It's not like the sole identity or like this is my only purpose in life is to convert and to tell people of the gospel of of Jesus or God or the Old Testament, the New Testament. Um, I think it's possible, but I bet you it's very rare. Religion is I very like important it, I mean, to me. I we feel see like. in life, it's usually one extreme or the other. We yeah, don't, we don't see a lot of like. I don't see a lot of a balance of it. I, I do see it's either they they very very extremely follow religion or they just kind of stick with well, kind of like me. Like yeah, something's out there, and I don't Agnostic. know what it is, but the universe works in its own ways, and yeah. I'm just here existing and I don't think trying we to figure be it like out. Advocating really. F- for one side or the other i just think like we can't be extreme i mean, believe what you want to believe in but don't just like shove it down people's throats like i'm entitled to my opinion you're entitled to yours um and i can disagree with it but my opinion isn't fact and neither is yours so and again like let's try to be the smallest hypocrites possible uh, i i think it's we we both agree that it's very hypocritical of christians or religious people who preach you know love your neighbor or um whatever like love your kids but then are abusive to the kids or are like racists or or something and it's a very or they're very biased they're very prejudiced or they're very controlling abusive in different ways so i've i see a lot of hypocrisy and i don't know where i was going with that but (laughs) There's a lot of hypocrisy in, in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't want to be an extremist. I think we need less extremists. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to be in all I'm, forms. Don't want to be we an extremist practice either. Balance. And I mean, I freely admit, like, I don't know like a ton about religion. I know what you've taught oh, me, being, what I've seen myself with my own eyes, and then the yeah. things that I've chose to expose myself to, so I could try to educate. But, like, it's foreign to me. I can't yeah. understand the process in it. I can't, like, I, I don't know. I just can't get on board with it, I guess. Like, yeah. it's just not I can't me. get on board it's with, not like, for me. Telling, I need, telling children. I need, like, real, like, yeah. I need facts. Yeah. <laughs> I need real but things. Telling, telling children and, like, trying to convert people and and shaming or trying to control other people passing laws based on your religious beliefs and, and voting based on your religious beliefs of trying to find ways to control and restrict other people is based on your singular yeah belief. your imaginary yeah. beliefs your faith that's all like that that's the ultimate hypocrisy and uh, it's not really there I'm not to down like help that. anybody but some of the you know if you have pass. spiritual beliefs or, or personal like religious you like a specific religion i think that's fine i just like the extremist stuff has got to stop yeah i'm not okay with that stuff we need like adult oriented like uh religious like places of worship or whatever um i think there's different things that we could do to make it more responsible and uh less kind of a gray not restrict their freedoms but also protect minor uh minors yeah. protect kids you know and protect uh the um vulnerable people who might be susceptible to 
who are, who are in desperate need financially or they're lonely and they're looking for friends or guidance and people prey on those people to try to convert them. Hey, come to our church and yeah. we'll tell you everything that you're doing right and wrong. And it, it just becomes like, it's not... It comes it, messy because it seems more... It's not like they're trying to give you life advice. They're yeah. trying to, to tell you to give you life advice uh, or veiled in life advice but really it's uh it's all just religious based and imagination based mm. and control based a lot of control faith based <laughs> all right that's the end of the show that's all my notes um do you have anything to wrap up with what are you going to do today? Dye your hair? Um, I'm going to do the last round of my Frosé color from Arctic Fox, um, who is vegan, cruelty-free. Smells like grapes to me, but you said you smell the chemicals. I don't <laughs> smell the chemicals whatsoever. Um, but I'm going to do my last kind of pink color before I make another drastic hair change. And then I don't know what else I'm going to do. Probably just wallow, sit around be pissed i gotta go back to work <laughs> well but i'm gonna what go are you gonna do? wallow in the bathroom because i gotta go to the bathroom again oh gross sicko <laughs> gross stop being a human being uh i don't know what i'm gonna work on i'm gonna turn on the ac next baby steps one step at a time one step at a time all right what do you got to say to our viewers before you go viewers listeners, listeners. thank you listeners for uh, spending time in this long talking session yes. uh the information's out there go look for it take action be safe. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> we hope y'all are being healthy and safe and educating yourselves. And You're just repeating everything I said. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Better. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Five o'clock and six o'clock and seven come to eight. When it's time to reach to nine, man, it's time to get straight. Now ten come eleven, tick tock on to twelve. Head to toe in black and you know I'm not for self. Time for a little dose of FTP. You know what brother's speaking, man, fuck the police. Now FTP. Fuck the police. FTP, man. Yeah, fuck the police. FTP, yo man, never upon the job. Always eating donuts, man, fuck the Bobby Lawn. Cause we the people that are strong and able. Remember you step onto David. Kato. Eleanor, Bumper, Stephen, Biko, Huey P. Murderers of Malcolm and death of Brother King. Governments producing that white kryptonite. Making sun drinkers into zombies of the night. So now I walk the street, more or less discreet. Cause the one that take me under might sing the same beat. But how many brothers must a brother see? Shot in the street by this honorable defeat. By a silver badge, Trump uniform like a red coat. I might just catch a flashback and tighten up your collar. Don't scream or whip, I won't help you if you holler. No dollars can compensate or make me hesitate. It's freedom or death, boy, you know I won't ask. Operation Snatchback stands my ever task. Now would I ever provoke a coat that won't or don't put a cloak on the choke? Nope. Cause every time I speak wise, you call me civil. Speaking like a madman and then you call me Batman. That's why I rip and shred and act fool. Prepare my people for the Armageddon duel. Because there's murder, more death than most I never even tried. Make me indefensive while you're searching through my ride. Sworn to protect but designed to harass. Switch without a warrant, your fingers in my ass. And then you ask me cold spreading with my face in the street. Then I say FTP. Cause if I ever submit to one of your tricks, I might get a nightstick lick. And since I stand protected, yo, that seems to be a no-no. Let me introduce warfare as the Bobo. Cause I've grown quite weary of the insults. Slander on the
people don't think that we're a cult. That's why my attitude is firm as it can be. Shouting loud and proud, man, fuck the police. Now FTP, fuck the police. Yeah, FTP, yeah, fuck the police. Come on, FTP, yo, don't take me light. The house of the cracker goes boom tonight on sight. The five o'clock news, the six o'clock news, the seven o'clock news. I say FTP. You say through this communication, Republican turns conservatism. I say FTP. You say nigga, restrain yourself. I say FTP. Yeah. I remember this from way back in the day. The stupid police was scared to come around the way. Might get checked or might get sprayed. But anyway you put it, there was nothing they can say. So when times get hard, they call a national guard. The next course is draft you for the armed force. Now be all you can be when you can fight in foreign lands. And never for your land to be free. Now Project X keeps you in check from terrorist attacks. And once you speak to black, soul of the living, yo, they fear the boot stomp. Zoom chance coming at you from the dark. No way could they regiment a cop. So any old attempt is just boring me. Your sister's speaking war, man, let's kick it like this. Pick some up a mountain, let's throw down within the mist. Murderers, connivers, the world's in a panic. Sperm killing, so the dead president addicts. You think I'm satisfied by just stopping traffic? You best get ready for the 20 million boom automatic. And that's all I gotta say. FTP, I'm ever living for the day. Click.